Thanks for downloading Poetry Says, everyone. My name is Alice. So lovely to have you with me. Now, I had some pretty specific plans for what I was going to talk about today, but those plans have been derailed. I just learned a few days ago that John Ashbery has actually passed away. And if you're a poetry fan, poetry reader, the news is probably filtered through to you by now, definitely by the time this episode goes out. And yeah, I'm wondering how you're feeling about it. I was surprised at how shocked I was by that news. John Ashbery was 90 years old. I suppose you couldn't really categorize this as a shocking death, but I don't know, there's something about Ashbery that just seemed like he was going to keep going forever. Um, he didn't really seem like he was a normal mortal human being, I suppose. So yeah, it really hit me hard and I just kind of sat staring into space for a little while trying to take that news in. And I had been planning to talk to you about an Ashbury poem on the podcast at some point. And I've had a particular poem of Ashbury's up on my pin board for many, many years. It's a poem that I came across in the same workshop at Canberra Writer Centre. Um, I think it must have been 2005, 2006. And I can't for the life of me remember who it was who ran that poetry workshop, but some of my favorite poems ever I came across in that room. And I really wish I knew who the poet was who took it. And one of the poems that she shared with us was this beautiful Ashbury poem. It's actually the title poem of his 2000 collection, Your Name Here. And it's been sitting on my pin board for so long, I probably could have memorized it by now. But yeah, it's really become, it's one of those that's just become like, uh, well, like an instruction manual, which is the title of another Ashbury poem. Um, yeah, we've talked a bit on the podcast about poetic biography and the way that poems can work as a type of life story, a type of tracking somebody's life story. And I think this poem is just a beautiful, perfect example of this. But reading it again this morning, I, I think I'm looking at it slightly differently. So I'll read it for you now. So this is called Your Name Here. Once upon a time, there were two brothers. Then there was only one, myself. I grew up fast before learning to drive even. There was I, a stinking adult. I thought of developing interests someone might take an interest in. No soap. I became very weepy for what had seemed like the pleasant early years. As I aged, increasingly I also grew more charitable with regard to my thoughts and ideas, thinking them at least as good as the next man's. Then a great devouring cloud came and loitered on the horizon, drinking it up for what seemed like months or years. So it's incredibly economical, this poem. The first stanza, two lines long, is basically an, an entire short story. Once upon a time, 
there were two brothers, then there was only one, myself. So you've got an entire history there in two lines. And then he expands on that in the next stanza saying, I grew up fast before learning to drive even. There was I, a stinking adult. I just love that expression, a stinking adult. And I mean, look, it's not particularly, um, it's not a flattering way to look at yourself, but yeah, just something about that that feeling of all grown up now, this is this is all you're gonna get. And yeah, the result is not not what we wanted. <laughs> it just it sums up a particular feeling so beautifully. The next stanza kind of takes that idea of being a stinking adult and plays with it a bit when he says, I thought of developing interests someone might take an interest in, and then adds no soap. So he can't get this stink off him. Maybe it's the stink of the tragedy that he's experienced in the first few lines. Maybe it's just the stink of being a fully grown person. And then there's a turn, I think. I became very weepy for what had seemed like the pleasant early years. It's an interesting way to express that sadness, isn't it? I became very weepy. He doesn't say I became very depressed or very, I don't know, it's just so straightforward, isn't it? I became very weepy. It's almost as if he's kind of making fun of himself by saying that. But then from there it turns again. He says, as I aged increasingly, I also grew more charitable with regard to my thoughts and ideas, thinking them at least as good as the next man's. So there's a development there. There's a progression. And this is where a really fantastic rhyme scheme is starting to emerge. So you've got the pleasant early years, which resonates to my thoughts and ideas. And then the very last line also resonates. So the poem ends, then a great devouring cloud came and loitered on the horizon, drinking it up for what seemed like months or years. Reading this over and over and over again, over the years since I first encountered it, I've always thought that it ends kind of halfway through the story. You know, you've got the great devouring cloud coming and loitering on the horizon. But reading it this morning, I thought, well, that's not it, though, because there's the position of the writer standing outside the poem and documenting this. And I think there's a clue that the writer has moved past that that position of the great devouring, devouring cloud when he says, for what seemed like months or years. It seemed like it at the time, but now he's past that. He's moved on. And he's looking back at this this kind of map of his life and and watching the different movements, the different periods of being a stinking adult, someone who wants to develop interests someone else might take an interest in, becoming very weepy and then growing more charitable to his own ideas. It's the kind of poem that would be really fun to actually try and replicate just as an exercise, just to try and tell your own life story in 14 lines, seven stanzas, seven couplets. It would be a really fantastic challenge. Now the book is called Your Name Here and the poem also has that same title. And is as is so often the case with Ashbury, 
you could take that in many different ways. I've often thought of it as your name here being the name of the brother, the name of the brother who's no longer there by the second line, thinking that he can't actually write his name because he just can't stand to see it written down. But it could also be a direct address to the reader too, couldn't it? Your name here. This could be Ashbury kind of opening the poem up and saying there are specificities here about a particular biography, but there are also generalities that I know will apply to many readers, many people. So you can put your name here at the top of the poem if you want to. (laughs) And this could be your life story as well. So by the time that this episode comes out, the Modern and Contemporary American Poetry course run through Coursera will have started and Al and the team do a fantastic job of looking at Ashbury. They look at the instruction manual, they look at some trees and over the years they've had some interaction with Ashbury and one of those was a one and a half hour long um, interview with him which you can find on YouTube. So if you want to do a deep dive into Ashbury now I will link to that one for you because it's just yeah it's amazing to see him and he's such a he's so cheeky he's such a joker he's just and so not interested in um getting all wound up in the intricacies of a close reading really like i think at one point he says uh, or maybe this is al quoting him back to himself something along the lines of you know i write these things down so that i can forget about them um which is really fantastic considering the knots that we do tie ourselves in trying to interpret an Ashbury poem. Yeah, really highly recommend that. And obviously, as I've said many a time, highly recommend having a look at the Modpo course. Even if you just have a peek at a few videos, it'll just reignite your love of reading poetry and it'll just make you feel like there's, you know, an extra set of keys for you to get into the house of poetry with. So thanks for listening as always. I'll share this one online and if you would like to respond with an Ashbury poem that you love, I'd love to hear about that. I'm always up for reading more Ashbury and yeah, love to hear your thoughts. 